Your Majesty at your service. Welcome to Fairqueen Talks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of my podcast. First comes love. If you've gone to any shop recently, you can see all types of things for sale for Valentine's Day. It's so commercialized, but I absolutely love seeing their creative creations each year. Seven Valentine days ago, I went from single and ready to mingle to bay life and being committed in an exclusive relationship with my now husband. So each Valentine's Day brings me back to all the things that led me to take a leap of faith, declare my love and desire to make things official. Last week, I told you that I wanted to share my thoughts on a nursery rhyme about love. So in today's episode, I'll be addressing the famous line, first comes love. I will be taking you through my journey of what love means and why it's important to focus on love being a verb opposed to describing an emotion. What is romantic love? There are so many definitions for this, but I like how Kendra Cherry from Very Well Mind described it. She said, Love is a set of emotions and behaviours categorised by intimacy, passion and commitment. It involves care, closeness, protectiveness, attraction, affection and trust. Love can vary in intensity and can change over time. This definition is one that is flexible and most people can agree with because there are so many studies about love and I won't dedicate my time on this episode to delve into all types of theories, but I will share more about how I came to understand what romantic love is. No matter how your life came into existence, it started with a man and a woman. When special cells called sperm produced by men combined with cells called ova produced by women in a process called conception. Growing up, I was under the impression that people who went through the conception process entered into it because they loved each other. Oh, how sweet. This is still the case for a lot of people. However, it is not the case for everyone. I say all this because the first representation of a couple were my parents, who early in my life separated and through their interactions with me, they explained to me that they chose me but also expressed that it was better for them to love me by living separately. I quickly came to understand that love between a parent and child is separate from love between each parent. In my mind, I processed that at some point in their lives, they loved each other and then it ceased. At first, I thought it was about feelings, but as my understanding grew, I understood that this was more about actions. When people are in a romantic relationship, they have certain expectations. When those expectations are not met, the feeling of love slowly decreases to the point that people prefer to end the relationship. So what are these expectations? Dr. John Gottman explains that in a good enough relationship, people have high expectations for how they're treated. They expect to be treated with kindness, love, affection, and respect. They do not tolerate emotional or physical abuse. They expect their partner to be loyal. To me, those expectations are not high. They are reasonable and well justified 
for people who enter into a romantic relationship. To be honest, to me, those are basic principles for a good and positive relationship. To me, when a romantic partner fails to treat their loved one with kindness, love, affection, respect, I would question why they insist on staying in that relationship. So the lesson I learned from my parents about love is that one, we have to be able to distinguish all forms of relationships. Two, we need to set expectations in our relationships and set clear boundaries. And three, our actions are more telling than our words. Moving forward a few years, when I became a teenager and started to have crushes on boys and started dating people, I thought I knew everything about love. I learned a few lessons along the way and I will be sharing some tips from a space or a time where I was quite naive about love. And looking back, this is all the advice I can give you. So one, when you develop feelings for someone, it can be one-sided. When the feeling is a mutual, respect the other person's decision. You're not always the other person's type and not everyone is for you. Two, if you have to sneak behind your parents' back or have a secret relationship with someone, you need to reconsider the choices you are making. What's done in the dark will come to light. If your choices in love are good and bring real value in your life, it doesn't need to be hidden away. If you're having to hide your relationship, ask yourself the question, am I ashamed of the person I love? What will happen if I make it public? Nine times out of 10, secret relationships end in disaster. Save yourself the trouble. And if the love is real, wait for the time where you can be in public and share it with your family and friends. Three, just because someone likes you or proclaims to love you, you don't need to accept it. Don't fall in the trap of seeking validation of being worthy of love because someone else is interested in you. Don't settle or accept a request of love from someone because they want you. Make sure that you accept requests from individuals you would have picked yourself. Four, Mr. or Mrs. Right Now is not going to contribute to your future in a meaningful way. Don't waste your time on someone who feels good for now, but you have no intention of building a future with. You will only hurt the other person, waste their time, feelings, and destroy their perception of love. And the longer you will hang in there, you will grow feelings for this person and they won't be feelings of genuine love. It's nice to be loved by someone with a good heart, but it's wrong to accept sincere and deep love from someone that you don't consider a long-term person. And five, multi-date. It's exhausting to be in the wrong relationship. Have fun and get to know people you think you have a crush on. Take the time to understand who they are as a person and what their dreams and ambitions are. Consider to be exclusive if your current and future self aligns with this person, current and future self. When you take the time to know each other as people, you will know whether they can commit to you in the way that you want to commit to them. Wow, that was a lot. I was young and dumb and have made 
my share of mistakes in love because I was gullible and didn't truly allow myself to love me for who I was. Which brings me to this point. The reason I was ready to love seven Valentine's days ago was because I went through a journey of self-reflection and really loving myself. By the time I entered into my womanhood, age 21, I was a person who had overcome a lot of trauma and forgiven others and asked for forgiveness to God for not seeing myself as he sees me. Without sounding preachy, I truly believe that everyone, regardless of how you enter this world, was created with a purpose. When we let go of the circumstances we have had to live with and embrace our purpose in life, we can look to the future without pain. I know that I am loved by my creator and I deserve to be loved by someone who recognizes this. When I was 21, I was open and ready for God to guide me in all areas of my life, including love. It wasn't soon after my birthday where my eyes could look into my husband's eyes at the time where he was a stranger and identify his good spirit. Because of our geographical distance, I was able to focus on building a friendship based on communication and have all those conversations needed before truly considering going on dates with someone. We were able to overcome challenges before committing to solidifying our love and enter a relationship. This may sound all too much, but I made a decision to no longer love from a wrong place. Seven Valentine's days ago, I made a decision to commit to a person with whom I wanted to build a future. Yes, this may sound intense, but I was no longer willing to make continuous mistakes and was willing to learn from the lessons from my parents, my naivety before, and ultimately follow the promptings I had. I didn't know what the future held, but I knew that I would display my love to my then boyfriend through my behavior. When you love someone who you think you truly love, you value them. So when you ask yourself what love is, think about what or who you value in your life. And in a case of romantic love, do you or your romantic partner's behavior demonstrate value to one another? If you love today's episode, you will love next week's episode where we'll delve into loving whilst married. In the meantime, I wish you a Valentine's Day full of love and maybe your favorite snacks. At the end of each episode, I address the queendom. Whether your parents are together or not, pay attention to the subconscious lessons they have taught you about love. Love is a verb. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for listening to Fair King Talks. See you next time.